0: I'm gonna continue into um continue into this tonight. Second Corinthians ten, um let's pick up at verse three. It says For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ, and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Father, I pray, Lord, even anointing over this word tonight, give us eyes to see, a heart to receive, Father, and uh, ears to hear. Father, faith comes by hearing. Father, open our ears tonight, I pray, in. Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. You know, this past week, um, let me let me say something even, even, uh, I think it's just a quickening of the spirit already, but, you know, this morning as we talked about what it, what it means to be a Christian, it's not that I feel like I need to come back around and, and necessarily explain anything because, because we all, we all have to be as as a believer you have to be willing to pick up to pick up your cross to follow Jesus it's it's a, it's a, you can't serve Jesus any other way i mean you you, you can't be half in you can't be half out you, you know because the bible says something about that it says you're lukewarm and i'll spit you out of my mouth so there's a there's a distinct difference that you have to make when you when you decide to choose when you decide or you choose to follow god that i'm going to be in amen and uh, you know that cr- you know y- y- you know, that walking in, 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 in that cross to bear, I mean, I've been greatly impacted. And, you know, probably felt like you pastor preached a little strong for Easter Sunday morning. But. But we have to have a revelation of this. You know, and we have to have a true revelation, the, the body of Christ, we at your pastor, I have to have a true revelation of this. Because the the thing that we're we're in right now, it's it's a battle, it's a war. People, people, you know, people, you you know, it's just we, you can't go through life just ho home, home and think things are going to work out okay. There's a battle for the souls of men and women. Period. There there is a battle that rages for people's souls. So I, I you know, I, I I you know, this thing for me is like really, really just grabbing a hold of me. And you know, it, and I and I you know. What does it mean to pick up pick up your cross? I mean, it's you know, you know for those for those early disciples, they they would have had to thought, well, I'm going to die as well. Many of them did, for the for the cause of Christ. You know, we're not faced with that in America yet. Do you, you guys you hear what I just said? We're not faced with that in America yet. But guys, do, do you not, please understand? Everything can be turned upside down so easily right now across this world. There's an enemy. There's an enemy to this world. It, it, you know, he roams around like a roaring lion. The Bible says. Keep in mind, he roams around like a roaring lion. He's not a lion. The lion of the troop of Ju- <laughs> Judah lives on the inside of me. Amen. We're going to talk about resurrection power next week. You you gotta you got you gotta understand what Jesus has put into you. You know, you're, you're to to follow after Christ. Listen, you've got to be willing to do the small things, and maybe that's something I wish I would have communicated a little better this morning. You've got to be willing to do the small things. If you're going to do the big things, you, you know, for Jesus, if you're going to do the big things for God, you got to be willing to do the small things. You know the. You know the small things. I'm going to talk about prayer tonight. Prayer is not a small thing, but it's a small thing that we can begin to get into that that the Lord will reveal Himself to you. Amen. You know, I, I just you know I would ask you even 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 this week begin to to meditate. Think about that. To begin to meditate. Think about you know what. <laughs> What does it mean for me to pick up my cross? You know, I'm not asking everybody to do what we've done. That, that's, that, it, it's not, I'm, I'm, your life's not going to look like mine. It might be to go to a neighbor. You know, today I was sitting and thinking. <laughs> sorry if I talked to you for a few minutes before we get in the Word. You know, I was sitting here thinking. It was like, how, what would it be that in this house that, that you know, that, that, th- that there was a vision in this house that everybody in this house would have one disciple under them? One person. You, you guys are here on Sunday night, so you're, you're here. You're faithful, and you know we we have a faithful Sunday crowd and everything too. But but what would it be that that, that see the heart the heart of Jesus is discipleship, right? It, it, it's it's the it's the heartbeat of 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 who Jesus was. He made twelve disciples, right? And there, and there were disciples that flowed out of that. But how would it be that it, within this house, that we each individually, you know. I'm going to do everything I can do to, to be there for a brother or be there for a sister. I, it, it's better for females to do it with females, guys to do it with guys. I'm not, you know, you know, it's better, you know, to, for, that, to, for that to happen <laughs> that way. But how would it be that you, your assignment, see, Jesus, with a the, with the joy, he went to the cross. We talked about that today, right, amen? He, he went to, a, to the cross with a joy. But if we as the body of Christ be, can begin to shift our eyes and, and, and see what Jesus is seeing now, I'm telling you, there are people that are going to die and go to hell. People that you know, people that I know. And how would it be that, you know, that, that my ch- the, the challenge before me as, as, as you know, even, even I, I was writing it down today. You know, who, her, who are the ones that I'm discipling? I've got several right now that I wrote names down. But then I begin to say, Lord, give me new ones. Give me new ones. Give me new people. Because, you know, listen, the discipleship is messy. <laughs> can, can I be honest? It, it can be messy. <laughs> you, you you get into the trenches with somebody and you find out wild stuff, right? Things that have happened. You know, they've been hurt. And then they, you find out, well, they've been hurt by a church. They've been hurt by a pastor. And you you know you're not called to go. you see Jesus can sympathize with anything right you know, he 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 understands every challenge we, we face but that we show them the way Jesus amen that Jesus would be the way I leave that seed with you tonight go after somebody you know do what do whatever you, go after somebody do whatever you can do to go after a, a one. And develop a lifestyle of being consistent with them. I'm going to tell you tonight, that's the one thing in the body of Christ. We've got to develop levels of consistency. We've got to be consistent because, you know, for, for some, it, it, you know, <laughs> you, you know that when somebody comes in here and they get saved and they give their heart to Jesus, what happens? The enemy comes in <laughs> and tries to, tries to mess with them, right? Did it happen to you? It happened to me. Right. It, it, it happens. It'll happen throughout your life where the enemy will just come in and, and give you and feed you some silly lie. And then pride would rise up and then well, I don't need the church and I don't need this and I don't need that. And I, you know, listen, guys, th- th- this is this is the warring that's taking place right now. How would it be that, you know, you, you could you could assign yourself pray, pray about a one, pray about somebody. You say, well, hey, pastor, I don't know everything. You know, you don't have to know everything I know. That's not what this is about. A lot of times, you know what people need? They need a friend. They need somebody that they can talk to. They need somebody that will actually listen. You know, my conversations aren't, you know, when I go out and meet with people, it's not that I'm going to preach with somebody. A lot of times, I just keep my mouth shut and let them talk. And then I give them a piece of the word. And we pray. Amen. That's, you know, how would it be? How would it be if we went after the one? Amen. You know, we had 70 or so, I think, today in church, you know. God's about multiplication. You want to know. You want to know the heart of this, Pastor. It's 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 to see multiplication. It's to see you multiply. It's to see everybody in here multiply. Amen, amen. Second Corinthians ten and four for the weapons of warfare not carnal but mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds pulling down of strongholds last week we talked about praise it's the easiest way that you can get God's attention it's the easiest way that you can you can you can bring heaven down to you right now is through praise and you 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 got to learn to unlock that praise is a weapon you, you know, the enemy gets confused by your praise. I think it was Pastor Miranda said it last week, you know, when, you know, when you have something going on in your life, you've got a pain, you've got an element, you've, you know, there's a death in the family, there's something that's happened that's pretty, pretty crazy, you know, you know, and you begin to praise God, you know, the enemy's like, well, I thought I had him. I thought I had him with depression. I thought I had him with anxiety. I thought I had him with this. And you know, what happens is you begin to turn everything around and you begin to praise God, the, you know, the enemy's like, well that didn't work you you know guys listen that that's the place that we have to begin to understand we have to understand these weapons that God's given us you know listen (laughs) we're not a weak church this church is not weak it's not a weak church you got it's not a weak church (laughs) weapons he's given me weapons amen and I tell you, it, it's <laughs> yeah, about, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Praise God. Hebrews four sixteen. Let's go there real quick. Hebrews four sixteen. Man, I just I feel like this fight rising uh, r- rising up on the inside of me. It's it's just it started to happen Saturday after men's, and I I just I feel a fight. It's not, you know, it's not a physical fight. This isn't a physical fight that we're in. But I, but you know, it's like what Doctor Morocco says sometimes. Sometimes you just need to slap some people, you, you know. And I'm like, I get that now, Doctor. I, you know, I'll be like, Doctor's gonna see, he's got a big hand, you know. He's, his hands big; it would cover my whole head twice, you know. I mean, he's laid hands on me, and it's like, whew, it's hard to explain thought he broke my neck. One, anyway, let me keep moving. Hebrews chapter 4, 416. It says, let us therefore come boldly. How did, what's the word of God say here? How does it say we should come? How does it, how does it say that we should come? Not weak, right? So we, we come, we come boldly before the throne room of God. We, we don't, we don't come. as Lord Jesus you know, listen, there, there have been times that I have wept and I've cried to, before the Lord. But, you know, there was something in me that, you know, it was like, I, you know, I, anybody ever done that? You don't have to show your hands, but I have. I have. I've come, I've come that way. Be, Lord, I just, you know, crying and weeping. But this right here, there's there's something different when, when we want to get God's attention when we when we want to move into a whole nother place, we talked about praise. We're going to talk about prayer tonight, because see, we have a God. Like I said, He He understands. He can sympathize. He's been tempted in every way. The Bible says so. He understands. He you know he, nobody you know because many times you'll hear people say, "No, you just don't understand my situation. My situation is so much more. It's bigger. It's different than anybody else's situation." That's not true. Okay, so. So whatever, whatever you're going through, just understand. He understands. Because if you don't have that revelation that he understands, you're going to have a little pity party for yourself, and you're always going to be, poor me, poor me, poor me. Look at what i got to go through. Look, you, know, life's, you know, when life hands you lemons, you make lemonade. You know, and you're going to be crying all the time. You know, the Bible says this. This is what my Bible says. Your Bible says the same thing. It says, let us therefore come boldly to the throne room of grace. Boldly, boldly. We serve, of, we serve of God. He expects you to do that. He expects you to come before Him boldly. You're my God. You're the one true God. I believe this city can be changed. I believe in the power of God. I believe that my body can be healed. Why? It's because it's the will of God. We're going to talk about that tonight. Because listen, if you don't know the will of God in prayer, you, you hit a miss, the Bible says. You're just throwing things out there there's a place that you can get to in prayer with God where you hit, things hit and we're seeing it happen, amen you know, I was telling Miranda you know, even you know, the prayer calls that, that we do our 6 and 8 a.m. prayer call the number of people that have said will you pray for so and so and they send out a message and the prayer team prays and what happens, people get miracles people get healed people, you know <laughs> my, my Lord isn't our God good? Because there's a people in this house that believe in the power of prayer. Because we boldly go before, before God and say, We declare, Father, your healing power. Lord, in this situation, Rebecca was here today. I remember when you sent out the message. We don't know if she's going to make it. And here she is today sitting in church. Because five or six people, seven, eight people, ten people, whoever, Lord, heal her body in Jesus' mighty name. You know, people think that God's not real. I, I You know, this... <laughs> This is the stuff that frustrates me, God. God's just you know He doesn't want to you know God does want to do it. You have to you have to determine in your heart boldly. I'm going to come before the throne room of God. Amen. I got to get out of Hebrews four here. That we may obtain mercy, finding grace to, to help in time of need. God is there to help us. Amen. We 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 pray to God for help. First and foremost, that you know it, it's not the only thing we pray, but we. We, we go to Him because we need help. Or we need Him to intervene in a situation. Has God ever intervened in anybody's situation? That's a result of God answering your prayer. Amen? You know, Psalms 115, and I love this. It says, yeah, God, God rules the, you know, the... The heavens belong to the... Yeah, there it is. The heavens... The heavens... Even the heavens and the Lord's are the the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth he has given to man. Let me just let me just quote it off. I'm trying to read another version out of of that. You know, the the heavens belong to God, but earth he's given to man. He's given it to us. He's given us a dominion. He's given us an authority. Again, we're not a weak church. You're not a weak Christian. Do you know so so we have we have to move into this place where where we know. God can do this. It's not I hope that it happens, but God can do this. Amen. I mean, it, you know, there, there's a confidence sometimes. I, I'm very confident about healing. It, it, you, know, I, you know, even today, please, please, if you're in this house and if there's something that's called out, it's the Holy Spirit. It's the gifts of the Spirit of God moving. If you've got something, you know, hey, my ear. yeah, Please don't hold back. Please don't hold back, and I please don't hold back. You know, you know, get up here. God wants to do something, and you know what it does many times that it will encourage other people to move forward too if they've got something going on. Well, you know, Pastor, I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm a leader in this house. There's been times I've jumped up here. Miranda's had altar calls, and I needed something. I, I come up here and I, I I get it. Amen. I believe in the power of God. I believe that God can move that way. Don't miss those kinds of things. Don't miss those kinds of you know. You know my my our our, our, our altars can't be comfortable. You guys hear what I'm saying? When we make this place of of, of comfortability, when we make this a place of you know, it, it, God wants to do things here in the altars of this house. Amen. That's why these X's are here. I've wept, I've cried, I've blown snot all over the floor in here. Because I believe people would come in here and stand on X's and get healed. I, you guys, listen, I'm not going to pressure you. You know, well, I don't feel like it today, Pastor. I, <laughs> I don't feel like going up and worshiping today. I don't feel like raising my hands today. I'm busy. It's like what I said today. We're, we're all busy. We, <laughs> we got across this line. We gotta cross this threshold because God's looking for a people that will boldly come before him. He's not looking, he's he's not looking for a people that's that's well, you know, I hope you do it, Lord. He's looking for a people that will say yes and amen. I'm gonna be a part of this, amen. <clears throat> you know, if you don't pray, you rob yourself from God's help. You you rob yourself from God's provision. You rob him from your from, from his help. You're robbing yourself here on earth if you don't pray. And tonight I want to go through, I want to go through because a lot of times, you know, you, you can think that people know how to pray. You know, you know, you should pray in the Holy Spirit. But when you need something from the Lord, you need to know how to communicate with God. You need to know what the Word of God says, Amen. You know, listen, I can get I can get touched by God praying in the Holy Spirit. You know, I I I I can get that, but it's good to be able to communicate with your mind. If you have a need, be able to communicate that with God, Amen. So you you pray in the Spirit. I'm I'm going to get into that later, maybe later. I don't know. These shoes, I always untie my shoes. I don't know why. I catch the corners of them. So, will you, will you help me? Will you jump for me, too? <laughs> she laughed <laughs> three times. Will you do a head spin, break dance, dance, you know, something? I don't know. Thank you very much. Dr. Rodney does that with the Donica. says, jump, and you know, little Donica jumps. Pastor Donica jumps. So. Amen. See, God knows what we need before we ask. God knows what you need before you ask. God knows what you need before you ask. So what? What's God waiting on? You to ask. The, the right. He's waiting. He's waiting on us to ask. That's that's what he's he's waiting on. He's waiting on us to move into a place. You, you know, I, you know, I'm so thankful we've got early morning prayer. I'm so thankful the last two weeks, you know, you know that, that that people have engaged in prayer. People come in here on a Saturday, you know, Brother Don. I don't know how many people you had yesterday—five or six, seven people. I don't know. Praise God! You know, people are are, are pressing into prayer. Amen. See, God, re- He responds to your communication, not not your afflictions. God knows. He knows your pain. He knows your hurt. But you've got to be in a place where you where you where you can begin to communicate with God. Amen. Prayer. (laughs) Take your Bibles. Let's go to Luke. Let's go to Luke real quick. Luke 11. Let's go to Luke 11. Luke 11. And uh, it's Luke 11, one. See, disciples ask this question. It says, Lord, teach us to pray. Teach us to pray. Now it came to pass as he was praying in a certain place when he ceased, that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. As John also taught his disciples. So he's so they asked, they ask what I believe is a very good question. Amen. Was a very good question. And Jesus said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Father. I want you to catch this tonight, because a lot of people pray, but they don't have a Heavenly Father, because they've never made that decision to receive Jesus Christ. If you don't know that you have a Heavenly Father, if you don't know that that God is a Heavenly Father, Jesus died for you, salvation, right? If, if, If you... So prayer prayer is, is is kind of one of those things that's very, it's very obsolete you know a lot of times we, you know people will post things and they'll say things you know uh good thoughts good feelings and they won't say I'm praying for you right because they they don't they don't they don't have a heavenly father hope you get well soon you know or keep you in prayer anyway don't keep people in prayer here's a nugget don't keep people in prayer if somebody needs prayer pray for them now you know keep me in prayer. Unspoken prayer request. I, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole, but I'm going to real quick. You can't pray for somebody that has an unspoken prayer request unless the Lord gives you a word of knowledge or a word of wisdom to know what that is. Ask people, what, how can I pray for you? Well, the Lord knows my need. Well, you know what? He probably doesn't because you've never asked him. He probably doesn't know your need because you've never moved to a place where, you, where, you, where you've told him or you've communicated with him. You, people expect God's just up there, just randomly doing things. He honors his word. God honors, you get this in your, he honors his word. So how do we get God's attention in prayer? We recognize that we have a a heavenly father. And then we move in, hallowed be thy name. You know, we move into an area where, you know what, we praise him because of who he is. We glorify him. That's that's the importance of praise. We move into that hallowed. Hallowed be thy name. We glorify his name. We recognize he's there. And then we praise him for who he is. Amen. We move into that, that. And that's what Jesus is saying to his disciples. He he's, he's saying this. Look, he said, look, you have to have a heavenly father, right? You have got to recognize that. Then you've got to you've got to give him glory, amen. You've got to praise him, and then hallowed be thy name. I'm moving ahead. Psalms 104. I said this last week. Mm-mm-mm. We said we don't enter his courts with complaining and grumbling, right? We don't. That's not how we enter his. Court. Oh Jesus, you know that person upset me, made me mad, and you know this person and that person. We that's not how we go into his courts. We don't. Psalms 104. Amen. We enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Be thankful to him. Bless his name. Amen. That's how we enter, that's how we enter into prayer. You know, I'm thankful. You know, we we've we've taught that in early morning prayer. We open we we open up with the reading of the word. I tell you, sometimes when you're doing the gospels, it's a, sometimes our prayer meetings run a little long because you know, Pastor Brad's waking up at 5:30, 6 o'clock in the morning to read the gospels, and you got 47 chapters to read out of the book of Mark. You know, I think it was John, you know. Uh, anyway, but we read the word, then we open up with, we we open up with praise, we glorify God, we thank God, amen, that's how we open up, that's how we, that's why we do, that's why there's a structure in place, do you know that you can have a structured prayer life, that you, you, there are things that you can structure in your prayer life, you know, most people, I remember the first time I started to pray, and I began to pray. I thought, man, how do people pray for more than five minutes? I don't know if that was anybody in here. How do people pray that long? What do they pray about? You know, I just always went, Jesus, help me. Lord, help me. <laughs> I'm done, you know. And then, and I thought, but then then I thought, you know, I'd watch somebody, you know, go to the altars, and they would be there a long time. And I thought, how? Miss Shirley, I, she, Miranda's mom, I, she would pray, and I'd, you know, we go to prayer meeting and, you know, it'd be an hour prayer meeting. I'd be like, how do people pray for an hour? Now I'm like, how do people pray under an hour? That, that's where I'm at now, you know, because, like, you know, you, you kind of lose yourself even in early morning prayer sometimes. We're 45 minutes, and I know people are going to work. It's like what Don said, you know, even about Saturday prayer. Sometimes it's the hour, <laughs> it's the hour of, of breaking into that you come into at the second hour. Amen. Dr. Morocco, I think he told that story here. But when he went to uh, when he went to uh, South yeah South Korea, he was uh, going to speak at Dr. Cho's church, and um, and you know that's a church that prays. I, you know, I want you to understand <laughs> they pray a lot. They don't. It's not like you. It's not like it's not like here in America. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, doctor will give that. You know he gives that example a lot but it, it's it's not like you know in america where we don't make the time for prayer they make the time for prayer and doctor said you know the taxi driver picked him up um i don't I think it was actually a taxi driver that knew doctor chose church and he explained to them, was it a, was it somebody from his church one of doctor chose pastors okay i couldn't remember i already botched the story but but had asked the question and said uh so you know, Doctor Morocco. You know, we know we know about you. We've heard about you, and and you know, the first question he asked him, he says, "How much do you pray?" And this is in doctors' books. And Doctor made the comment. He says, and he said, "I was feeling all good about myself, you know, and you know, because you know, in America, you know, two hours is a long time to pray." He said, "Well, I pray two hours a day." And the and the guy was quiet. The pastor was quiet. He's like, "Huh." And uh, and the guy said, "Well." You can't even be on Dr. Cho's staff if you don't pray six hours a day. (laughs) Was it six or five? Five? Huh? At least four four hours. Okay, see? See, I'll botch the story up. Six, you know, it's sounding good, right? You know, will stretch it, right? My wife's always getting with me stretching stories. I don't do it on purpose, so. Some evangelists do that. They stretch it all out. So, anyway. Um and doctor you know he he always he's always shared that with us that things happen in prayer you 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 you're putting your faith in a, in a place where 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 you're expecting god to respond that's why we pray i i don't nobody wants to get up at 5:30 in the morning and just go into a place of just well i'm going to you know i'm just going to pray you know i don't really believe in anything i'm just i'm just up I I like hanging out with all these guys at 6 o'clock in the morning, right? That's not why we do it. We do it because we believe God's going to answer. God's going to move. We're praying for families. We're praying for people. We're praying for people that have wandered away. We're we're believing, amen. We're praying for healing. We're praying for the leaders. We're praying for doctors. We're investing time, amen. We're taking that time to invest, amen. Hallowed be thy name. You have to praise God, amen. Let's keep moving through the scripture. Father, hallowed hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. This is the ESV version. What version do you have? Let Let me just move here because thy will be done. Take your Bibles. Let's go to 1 John 5 real quick. 1 John 5. 1 John 5. The will of God. The will of God. How do you pray according to the will of God? I want you to think about this because see listen if if you don't know the the will of God it makes it can make it very difficult to to, to pray it, it can make it very di- you know does 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 God want his people blessed Amen. See that that's the will of God that's right, right? You, you know because but see a lot of people think well you know not everybody God wants to bless no that's not what the word says you know, God wants us to be obedient, but God, God is a blesser. He is a rewarder. The Bible says in Hebrews 11, 11, 6, he's a rewarder to those that diligently seek him. So, so please, you know, faith, that's another part of this tonight. But see, you know, that's, that's, you know, faith, faith is a cornerstone, but he's a rewarder to those that diligently seek after him. So we know that's what that's that's who God is. That's God's will people that desire, people that seek after Him, He will reward them. He will reward them. Oh my, my, He'll reward them. He's a rewarder, amen? He's a rewarder in your life. See, that's, that's the will of God. Why do these things happen to me? Why is all this stuff, why, what's this going on? You know, you, you, you can get so focused over looking at everything that's going on and you begin to miss the will of God. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. If you can spot that and you can see that, you know how to pray against that. He wants to take you out. <laughs> he he wants to disrupt your life. But then you've got to come back and say, "Well, what's the will of God for my life?" Amen. You know, I, Stephen. I you know you found the will of God. You 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 stepped into a place where you know this this is not God's will for my life. My life is I, I'm I'm to live. And not die, and see that's the will of God, but my you know God God has God wants me to live amen he doesn't want me to die. the enemy comes to take me out. Amen, did you get to pray for that boy yesterday amen let' just raise your hands, father, I pray lord over this over this young man, Father, Lord, there would be an open door this week, father, as he 's locked himself in a place father that there that there's there's no hope there's despair. Father, I pray that the light of God would shine forth and through this situation, Father, that, Lord, that, you know, Lord, he wouldn't take his life. L- Lord, I rebuke that spirit of suicide, Lord, off of his life now in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Lord, it's your will that he shall live and not die in Jesus. He shall know the goodness of the Lord in Jesus' name, amen. First John five fourteen. Now, this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. So, if, if we ask according to His will, He hears us. Is it the Lord's will to heal you? Amen. Psalms, Psalms 103. Take your Bible. Go to Psalms 103. Psalms 103. See, why is it important to know the will of God? If you don't know the will of God, you don't you don't know what, you, what you're what positioned for. You don't know what you have access to. You know, listen, you can come in and hear the pastor say all this and preach all this stuff. And, you know, yeah, he read Psalms 103, but if you don't get the revelation of it for yourself, you, you miss that. You know, people can lay hands on you. They, they, you know, James 5. It's like what we, we talked about last week. You know, and it's like, and I, and I love that because Brother Don looked at me and said, I believe that so deep in my spirit that when it says you call upon the elders of the church, you lay hands on them, people will be healed. Right? He said, I, I believe, see, and that's the kind of faith that we, that's the kind of faith that I believe in the word so much that that's exactly what's going to happen. You know, and, and specifically, that guy left and he said, I felt great. He said, I hadn't felt that good. You know, the enemy come back in a day or two later. You got to learn. <laughs> See, this is it. You got to you got to learn God's will. Because it doesn't, you know, where, where he was where he was healed in that moment. You can get back over your healing very quickly when the enemy comes in from another angle. What do you mean? The Lord can heal somebody on a Sunday, but on a, on a Monday or Tuesday, they can be back into the pit. The enemy's relentless. He's not going to quit. So when the enemy comes in, he comes in like a flood, but God's raised up a standard. A standard is for you to know the will of God. And then, and then you pull it down through prayer. You pull it down through prayer. God, you know, I see this as the enemy. It's an enemy to my mind. I kick that out in Jesus. I take, you know, I don't conform to the patterns of this world, but my mind is transformed. It's the Scripture. It's the Word. And I begin to pray that way. You pull it down. You pull it down. See, that's the stuff we're pulling down from heaven. We're pulling it down. Amen? Amen. Psalms 103. You know, how do I know how do I know healing's real? Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that was in me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. What are we doing? We're praising God. We're, prais- we're praising God. We're glorifying our Father. Amen. And forget not all His benefits. My God, is a, He's, a, He's a benefactor. Amen. He, He's a benefactor. He wants me to possess these things. You've got to catch this in your mind. And you've got to catch it in your spirit. You've got, you got to catch it in your spirit. Because if you'll learn to submit yourself to the Spirit, it'll, it'll overtake the mind. It'll overtake the flesh. You begin to get the Word deep-rooted, seated in your spirit. It'll it, be like, no, I don't feel well, but I know what the Word says. I know that I have, a, I have the power of Jesus living on the inside of me. I forget not all His benefits, so I know that there are benefits when I serve God. I know my God's not a part-time God. I know that I, know that I, can, I can connect with Him. Tonight I can, can connect with Him. Amen. Who forgives all your iniquities. He, forgi- he forgives me. I'm forgiven. I'm forgiven. I've had people, murderous people, look at me and say, how can I be forgiven of murder? Man, I, I, how, how, can, how can the Lord forgive me of murder? Let me show you in the Word where He forgives a murderer. He forgives all my, all my iniquities. And it goes on to say, He heals all my diseases. So I know that I can possess it because the word says it. Thy will be done. Thy will be done. So when we pray, when we pray blessing, when we pray favor, it's the will of God. He became poor so that I could become rich. People have such a hard time with money and prosperity. It's 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 out of ignorance that people open their mouth and say silly things. It's out of an ignorance. Well, that church, you know, it, I'm so far. I don't even. I don't even like to talk about it. it. It's just because you know what it is. It's a spirit. It's a spirit, and you know, and I and I and I, you know, listen. I'm I'm doing everything I can do to kick that religious spirit out this door. That spirit of poverty. That spirit of you know. You know, for me, it's a privilege to show that video. <laughs> you know that that's how I feel about it. When my senior pastor says, you know, I remember the first time we're going to, you know, we're starting as a brand new church. And, you know, they're not weak on, they're not weak on taking up offerings. I mean, you know, he, you know, and, you know, doctor calls me. We started, we've got seven people in here. And doctor says, um, you know, it's my family, basically. <laughs> we're giving everything we got to even, you know, we're paying all the bills. So we're we're giving quite a bit to be here, right? <laughs> And I think may, well, we probably got to fifteen or twenty. I don't know. And uh, doctor calls and says, "Are you going to show the video?" <laughs> and I'm just like, "Oh Jesus, you know?" <laughs> yes, doctor, I'm going to show the video, the resurrection offering. And everybody in here is brand new, and nobody's ever, they, they, you know, nobody's tithing. I don't even know what you know tithe. Yeah. tithe what do you know, tithe. We mean tithe. Yeah, you know. You know. Anyway, <laughs> you know, half of them, you know, yeah, that's all you, got, you guys talk a lot about money, you know. You would take about three minutes to talk about money, and we preach for an hour and a half, and all you say, "Well, we talk about money." You know, I don't get it. So, but I remember the first time we showed the resurrection offering, and I'm thinking, and there's like eight people in here, ten, twenty people. I don't know. I was just like, "Praise God, this is how we break it open, though. This is how we break it open, because what it does is it 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 it, it, it it'll it'll mess with you." The word, the word, the word in spirit, the word in truth will mess with you. Amen. Because when it gets it to your spirit, man, everything, everything, everything begins to change. Because, you know, listen, I kick those things out of my head just like everybody else. Yeah, pastor, they can't, you know, you just, you just had a guest speaker in here, you know, and, and people give to that, you know, and, and then you're going to turn around and do a resurrection offering a week later. You just had a guest speaker. How are you going to do that? I just trust God and believe God. Amen. You guys get, you see what I'm saying? You, you just trust and believe God. Amen. Well, I talk about property and I talk about building. You know, it's like this building, you know, to be honest with you. You know, I was in my natural self. I was so ready just to say, let's go to this building. Let's go over here and buy this building. We can grow the church. I know, I believe the church is in a place where it's ready to grow. I believe that in my spirit and I see it in my spirit. I think there's certain things that block this building from growth. I, you know, I felt like the Lord revealed that to showed it to me. It, you know, it, it doesn't matter if even if everybody that would call this their church would show up, we wouldn't have any seats. I mean, that's the honest truth. I mean, so we would blow it out every Sunday. So. But it's like in my spirit, I'm like in the natural. I'm like, you know, let's just go. Let's go over here and get this building. And then, and then it was like on a Wednesday or Thursday. Lord's like, that's not where you're to be. And I'm thinking, Jesus, thank you. That I'm hearing, that I'm hearing from you, Amen. And you know, and it was that week in prayer that I I said, guys, I need you to be in prayer this week. We need to pray over this. And I think it was Jesse on. Where's Jesse at? Did he go? It's all right. That's it's fine. I didn't know because I was gonna. I'll I'll use him next week. Amen. No, no. You you know, you're fine. You're fine. I look back here and I was like, is he on the floor? I I didn't know where he's at. It's fine, Christine. No, it's fine. I was looked back here once or twice. I was like, is he on the floor back there? I didn't know so. But as, as people prayed that week, you know what it did was it released. It really <laughs> see, p- prayer's not weak. Prayer's not weak. You young people, get in prayer. 6 a.m. a.m., 8 a.m. get in prayer. Set, set a goal. Get in there two times, three times. Because what you're doing is you, you're developing a pattern in life. You're developing a pattern in life that prayer is important. Prayer is important. I don't, you know, I don't care if you're five or six years old. Teach your kids, even at that, that, that age, that prayer is important. They'll begin to listen to it. I could call on Christine's kids, and they could come up here and pray. Why? Because they've been in it. They've been in it. They've been in it. You know, I, I remember the night even when Austin and I were on the phone. Because, see, you know, a lot of times, and I'll say this about prayer, because we think long prayers get God's attention. Long prayers don't get God's attention. The right prayer gets God's attention. The right prayer gets God's attention. And I you know, and I remember Austin and I were on the phone. Austin, I love you. I'm just I'm pulling you into this real quick. But I remember one night and I said, Austin, why don't you go ahead and pray? And he's like, well, you know, how should I pray? And I said, just pray from your heart. I said, it doesn't have to be long. And he prayed for like 10, 15 seconds. And I said, praise God. That's good, Austin. That's You were right on the money. You know why? It was because he was precise. He was to the point, And he was, he was clear in what he was saying. That's, what God, that's, that's how God wants to communicate with us. He doesn't, you know, are babbling. Oh, Jesus. He, he, he. There's no reason to do that. If you're leading prayer in the morning. Be, get, get to a place where you're precise. You, you move with God. Well, I'm waiting on the Holy Spirit to show up. No, get, get planned out. Get planned out. Yeah, the, it's okay to operate in the Holy Spirit and move as the Holy Spirit tells us to move because even in that 6 a.m. prayer, the Holy Spirit will begin to move. I'm sure it has in the 8 a.m. where the Holy Spirit begins to move. And you say, let's pray for this. I felt this unction under my, in the Spirit. There's been many times where, you know, we try to 6.35, 6.40, wrap it up. Sometimes we go till, you know, we go till 6.50, 7 o'clock because the Spirit of God began to move and we covered this in prayer. If people got to drop off, they drop off. It's fine. So, you know, yeah, we're spirit-led, amen? But make a plan. You know, it's good to be planned and thought out. I I say this for myself, too. Amen? It's good to be planned and thought out. You know, I know on a Monday night, Tuesday night, when do you leave prayer? Wednesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. On a Monday night, I'll go to bed. I don't know. We need to go to bed early. I'll go to bed at 1 o'clock in the morning. Here's Miranda sitting up in the bed with her little notes, taking notes for prayer for Tuesday morning. Right? What are you doing? I'm making prayer notes for tomorrow. Okay. She's getting planned for tomorrow. She's teaching. (laughs) Amen. How do I know the Lord? How do I know the Lord forgives me? It's in his word. How do I know the Lord heals me? It's in his word. The will of God. You have to know the will of God. Lord, I just hope I hit the lottery. Is it in the will of God that you hit the lottery? Okay? Okay. God calls you blessed. You're blessed, Amen. How about God? Get, how, how about you get off? Your, <laughs> oh, Jesus, help me. You want to prosper? I didn't say it. He did. So I. J O B job. It's not Job in the Bible. It's job. People people miss that. They they miss they you know they. How how do you you know get you know. I don't get I don't really get this generation yet because, you know, I was something flashed on the TV the other day. And it was like and it's like what people pay money for today and and how people become wealthy. It just it it cracks me up. And I'm like, man, if like, you know, like the top Instagrammer or whatever. What are they called? Influencer, influencer. And I'm thinking Jesus was an influencer. Oh, my. In this generation, you guys are all on this stuff. I, I don't know. You know, Jesus was an influencer, but, you know, it's like, you know, Susie Q, I'll use her as an example. I don't know, but it was the top, top influencer, Instagram influencer. And she's got like, I don't know, 60 billion likes. I don't, I I don't, maybe it's not 60 billion. I, I don't really know. But my point in, my point in this whole thing, it's like, this is what, this is what we're creating, we're creating, we're creating things around, you know, it, it's iconically like we're creating this world of like, we, we have the top influencer and why? Because she, she does a 30 second clip of nothing that makes any sense or she she puts out seven pictures of herself and wants the world to see her and this is the, the world's influencer. I, I don't, I don't get it. I, I, I don't get it because see, everything is about look at me, look at me. See that 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 thing I talked about this morning about the cross that we have to bear it's not going to be looking at us. That's not what the cross that's not what the cross is about. The cross the cross always and will be looking at others. Amen. To pick up my cross and follow him, you know man, you know what I'm doing? I'm looking at others. You know you know what happens now? You know people on Instagram, they 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 pick up the cross and they go, like, take a picture. Look at take a picture. I got I got the cross. Take a picture. Got the cross. Got the cross. I'm a Christian. Got the cross. Got the you know got got the cross. I got the bumper sticker on the back too. Got the license plates. Got it all. Got a cross at my house. Put up Christmas cross during Christmas. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. But see, this This doesn't get you closer to Jesus. I'm showing my neighbors who I am. You, you've never been over to even talk to them about Jesus, but you're showing your neighbors who you are by your Christmas lights. Come on now. I put a cross up. They should know I'm a Christian. They don't know you're a Christian. They think you're a jerk. That's not you. That's not anybody in here. That's your other neighbor that puts the cross up every Christmas. So. But you to get my point because because listen we we have to we have to fundamentally move into an area where we know the will of God where we're pulling it down where you're pulling it down amen you're pulling down the things of God it's his will amen it's his will surely just raise your hands it's 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 your will that your mom get her mind back in Jesus mighty name it's the will of God for her to get her mind back in Jesus' mighty name. She's a believer. She's been saved her whole life. Father, right now, I pray, restore her mind. In Je- Lord, let this be easy and peaceful in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, and let it be easy in Jesus' mighty name. Her mind would be restored in Jesus' name. Amen. It's God's will. It's His will. The Bible is God's will. You got to read it to know it. You got to read it to know it. You got to get in it to know it. Every team, every ministry team in here, you got to be in the Word. You're, in a, you're, you're leading anything here, you've got to be in the Word. You've got, you've, got, you've got to know the Word. You've got to know what the will is, are for the people. You've got you to know what the will of God is. You've got to know what the will of God is for your neighbor. You've got to know what the will of God is for your family. It's the will of God that your family shall be saved. Everybody agree, right? Then do something about it. Then do something about it. Guys, I'm telling you, this is this is these are the actions that we have to begin to take. Pastor, I, I you know, I bring them, invite them. You know, I I believe that we've got to be. You know, listen, this is something that we have to pray about as a church. I, you know, I want people to encounter Jesus here. But from the time they come through these doors to where they hear worship, we have to be ready. There's a readiness that has to begin to take place that you know we we look differently, we operate differently. Amen. You know, yeah, I, I love the, the spirit of excellency. Amen. We 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 need to strive for that. But but you know, I'm 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 more concerned about the flow of the Holy Ghost. I'm more concerned. Are we in tune? Are you in tune? Are your teams in tune? Are 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 you are you are you are you, are you going after that? Are you are you are you lifting your teams up? If you're a part of a team, are you praying for your leaders? That when people walk in here, they, they come into the presence of God and they say, You know, this is different. Because you know, you know, when people encounter Jesus, <laughs> there's gotta be something to draw them back. And it is Jesus. When they encounter a man, they'll just say, Well, that was a that was an alright service. Jesus draws them back. <laughs> you carry Jesus, amen. In our kids' programs, you get them baptized in the Holy Ghost. You get them filled up. Amen. You 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 know, you get those things happening in our age groups. Junior High Bible Club. <laughs> you 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 get those things happening. You you have to pursue it, though. You have to pursue these things with a passion. You have to, you have to determine in your heart, I'm gonna be passionate about this. I'm gonna be the best that I can be in whatever you've called me to do, Lord. See, that's my heart right now. I want to be the best that I can be. Guys, I've got a lot of improvement to do. As a pastor, I know that. But I want you to know, God. (laughs) you know, when I thought about it today, (laughs) Jesus, help me. And I mean that literally. When I thought about it today, and I thought about for the joy He went to that cross, and I thought, Lord, put a joy on me that's so unusual, that's so rich, that's so passionate about people and about this congregation and about this choice because, Lord, it's got to come through you. In my own self, I can't do it. That's, what I, that's how I was crying out today. Lord, And you know, I, I, I'll be honest with you, I come in here today, tonight with a joy. With a joy. It's because of his word. You, you've got to pursue it, though. Catch this tonight in your spirit. Please, please, please catch it in your spirit. You've got to catch it. You're in a team. You're in a ministry. Don't don't half it. Put 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 time into it. Put prayer into it. Put prayer into it. You know, get them baptized in the Holy Ghost on the bus. Pirate God hit the bus. Amen. Have you ever seen that before? (laughs) That's good fun. We had a bunch of kids one time on the way from Canai to Hana, and the joy of the Lord hit the van, and we had to stop three or four times before we ever made it back to Hana. <laughs> was you on that van, Zephan, or was it Zane? Okay. Get, get. We should expect. Move to a place of expectancy. Please hear my heart tonight. Listen, I, I, I. Be- I believe and I, I, I expect, I expect God to move. Amen. I expect God to prepare our hearts, prepare, prepare the minds and people, you know, in Fairmont and in this area. Amen. You know, overflow, you know how over, you know, you know what, you know what you do with overflow? When you overflow, you you, you got to go get filled back up. Amen. That's what this station, that's what this church needs to be. It needs to be a station where people come in. They get filled up and you know they, they come to these altars. You know what? You can get filled up on a Sunday morning, right here. Right here in the front of church, raising your hand, loving Jesus. You can get filled up. And then go back to your seat and stay filled up. Go out on a Monday, you're filled up. Go out on a Tuesday, you're filled up. You you might have to take a praise break Tuesday evening. Amen. <laughs> but you can stay filled up. It's the will of God that you stay filled up. I believe Jesus stayed filled up. Amen. He's my example. He's my my elder brother, as I've heard people say it. He's my brother, right? He stayed filled up. The will of God. Thy kingdom come. Let me touch on this. Thy kingdom come. Matthew 6.32. Take your Bibles. Let's go there real quick. Thy kingdom come. You know, Isaiah forty two twenty one says this. It says, present your case, says the Lord. Bring forth your strong reasons. Present your case before the Lord. God, God wants us to present our case before Him. What's your case? Present it before Him. What's your, what do you need? Present it before Him. Lord, I need, I need uh, okay, and, and even just stop and think about it. You know, sometimes just stop and, and, and think and listen. You know, don't get into thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, because you're not thinking. I don't want to be. I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be hard here. I, I'm, th- these are things that I had to work through in my life, because I would be like, yeah, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus. Go to the altar, and my mind would be just, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And somebody would be giving me a word, I would never hear anything they ever said, because I was just thanking Jesus. Right? I knew that I missed a lot of good words over my life because I was I was too busy in another place thanking Jesus because I thought that was the right thing to do. I didn't know the will of God. My mind wasn't. you got to put your mind in a place where you can receive. Does that, does that make sense? So you know, s- stop and listen. Some, stop and listen. Stop and listen. Before you even pray, listen, is this the will of God? What I'm getting ready to ask, is this the will of God? I, I'm, I'm really heavy on that tonight. But it's so important that you know the word. You have the word. Is it the will of God? Is it the will of God that I have a house? Yes, amen. Is it the will of God that I have a car? Yes, amen. Is it the will of God that I have a job? Yes, amen. Is it the will of God that God wants to prosper me? Amen. Is it the, is it the will of God that I, that I find a husband? That I find a wife? Yes, amen. The Bible says he who finds a wife finds a good thing. Amen. It's God's will. It's God's will, right? It's a <laughs> you know, so, notice how it didn't say he who finds a husband finds a good thing. It says he who finds a wife finds a good thing. Anyway. That was a joke for all the men in the house. Where would I tell you to go? First John, right? No, where would I tell you to go? Matthew 6.32. For all these things, Ma- Matthew 6.32, for all these things the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things, but seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about what tomorrow. <laughs> Don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Uh, sufficient for the day, it is our own trouble. Seek first the kingdom of, uh, kingdom of God and his righteousness. Seek first the kingdom of God. You know, what, you know what kingdom prayer looks like? You know what kingdom prayer looks like? It's growth, it's expansion. God wants to expand his kingdom. That's what kingdom. Kingdom's not small. You know, think think about it. If if kingdom was kingdom's not small, the kingdom of heaven is not small. The church globally is not small. Thy kingdom come. God's kingdom come. It's not small. And listen, I think sometimes this is where we get trapped. We think small. You know, we think small, I, you know. I challenge you to minister to one, to disciple the disciple one, maybe go out for coffee, get in the Bible, have a Bible study. You know what expansion in the kingdom of God looks like? You get five or six or ten. <laughs> I'm getting ready to split men's life group again. Some of them aren't going to like it, but I'm going to say, hey, you need to be a leader. you got to be an assistant. we got to go after people. I don't know what that looks like yet, but it's like you, you, we got to go after more men we, 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 we got to expand the kingdom we we, we got to do this pastor didn't you just do that yeah we just did it we have to do- <laughs> I don't care if it's life groups of two or three people we have to we have to begin to look at King that thy kingdom come that will be done what on earth as it is in heaven the things that are in heaven are the things that we need to model down here it's not small church isn't small in heaven it's big in heaven amen Praise God. You have anything you want to say about the kingdom come, bringing the kingdom to earth? Just put that out to you real quick. While she's thinking about that, I want to touch base on this. Take your bibles, go to John fifteen. John fifteen, I, and I know that I could spend I could spend a month just even over each topic here, but what I'm trying to get you to understand tonight is 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 the importance of prayer. Prayer is a weapon. It's a weapon in your life. Prayer is a weapon. You've got to use this weapon. You've got to pull, pull things down with prayer. Amen. John fifteen, because you know, and I'm moving. I'm moving to a place of closing. I don't know. Do you have anything, Pastor? Marianne? I'm covering a lot. I know. So, she's the one that would have taken one part of this and she would have broke it down and studied. The, we would have only been in one area tonight, and I'm I'm throwing out ten. You know, so so praise Jesus. I'm giving you snippets of things here. Because, see, John 15, verse 5. John uh, John 15, verse 5. It says, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and withered. And they gather them and they throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in what? Abide in me. Can Can I show you something about this word, if? It's a big word. It's a big word. That that word right there, if. If, if you abide in me. See, this is the foundation in Christianity. There's an abiding that you have to abide. It's one of my favorite chapters in the Bible. John 15. You have to abide. You, You have to abide. But here it says, if you abide. If you abide in me so it takes it takes it takes you being responsible amen it takes you pressing into it takes you getting into a place of abiding where he's at he's in the praises of his people would you all agree the bible says where two or more gathered in his name where's he at so when we pray where's he at he's in the midst right it's not it's not like Ooh, there he is. It's not like that. No, he shows up. When we pray the will of God, guess what? He shows up. We're pulling it down. Amen? We're pulling it down. If you abide in me. If you abide in me. If you abide in me, my words abide in you. My words. My words. How important is the word? For the believer, for the Christian, it's everything. The word abides in you. You will ask whatever you desire, and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear what? Much fruit. Not little fruit, but much fruit. Amen. So you will be what? My disciples. This is how we become a disciple, if you abide in me. And my word abides in you. Amen. See, there's, there, 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 there's a key. There's a key in prayer. Man, that we abide. That we, we get to a place of abiding. We get to a place, and just to close out tonight, we get you know we see this from the beginning. Our Father, Heavenly Father, you know that you have a Heavenly Father. Does everybody know that tonight? Do you, do you know that you have a Heavenly Father in heaven? Because if you don't, you, you, you miss it from the very beginning. Do you enter His gates? Howled be that name? Do you enter enter into that? Praising him, recognizing who he is, glorifying him. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. The will of God. You'll spend your lifetime, you'll spend your lifetime learning about the will of God as a believer. You know, and and you'll just, it'll be, it'll be discovery upon discovery. It's so awesome. <laughs> it's so awesome. There are things that we're very strong about in this church, and, and a lot of times it's because, you know, and as people come into this house, what happens is people bring revelation of the Word, and people themselves have revelation. It's, it's, it's like the situation with this guy. I mean, you, you feel it. It's not a matter of, it's not, it, you, you feel it because you know what's possible. Because you've seen Jesus do it. Where there was no hope, whether there was not, you know you've you, you, you seen it, hap- you know you've seen it happen. I'm <laughs> when we pray, When we pray? Uh, you know these two weapons, praise and prayer. It um. It's it's really it's it's really how we how we get God's attention. It's it's really because you know and, and when we pray, you know. Expect to hear. And I tell you, you know, even 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 when you pray. You may not, and I and I'll say this, and I, you, you when you pray, you may you may not get exactly. What you thought, or maybe how it was going to line up. I'm careful as I say that, because if we're praying the will of God, and we know the will of God, we're not going to pray amiss. You know, James four talks about that. You 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 hit amiss because you don't pray correctly. You're not praying. You're not praying the right way. So if we learn how to pray the right way, you know, as an example, the church. You know, I'm, I'm praying, Lord, is this is this it? In a natural sense, you can, you know, I'm not getting into, I don't want to get into that. Is it the will of God for us to expand? Yes. Can I rush God and can, can I be a rush in what God wants to do? Absolutely, yes. So I know that God wants to expand, right? I, I get that because that's the kingdom, that thy kingdom come. I know God wants to expand his kingdom. But it's you know it's so important. You know, counsel is so important. It's 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 good to ask people. It's good to talk to people. It's good to pull people into into your prayer and in, 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 into your time of prayer. I'm believing for this. It's it's good. It's good to do that. You'll get strengthened that way. Amen. Amen. Goodness, I I don't I don't really have anything else tonight. Yeah, yeah, I do. Be confident. Be confident. Be confident. Don't be a chicken. Don't be wimpy. Be confident. You do that, Zephan. Be confident. We come boldly. We come boldly before the throne room of God. You You, you know, Confidence looks different than, 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 than non-confidence, right? It looks different. Uh, one more. Be specific. <laughs> be confident. Be specific with God. Get to the point. Get to the point with God. He Remember, he knows what you need before you ask. You know, God, I'm just hoping, you know, maybe thinking, you know, if you want to do this and then Don't pray that way. Get specific with God. You know, a seven-year-old or six-year-old, they, you know, we need a new house. <laughs> That's very specific. You know what I'm saying? You know, you're not, well, you know, if, Lord, if the interest rates would come up or go down, or you know, and I want to be over on, you know, da, 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 da. Lord, we need a house. <laughs> Jesus' name. <laughs> Kids can get very specific. I mean, I went through that for, we went through that for a long time. Three years, two years, I don't know. Long time looking for a house. A year coming up here for, for this building and then and then we spent 2 years looking in the market and i you know it's it's not fun it's it's not a fun process but I, i'll say this when the peace of god just came over us and we relaxed that's when it happened can't explain it other than that that's when it happened it just like i sent miranda a picture of this house that we bought and i was like you know so i really like the backyard that's all i said <laughs> you know everything we looked at at that point it was it was off the market in a matter of minutes. I mean, it wouldn't it wouldn't matter. I call my rose That was under contract. It's under contract, under contract. So every every house was flying off the market. It's under contract. That was the story for every. What about the, that's Under contract. What about the one in Maryland? You know, it's under contract. You know, I mean, who would who, We actually looked at houses in Maryland. We were like, how crazy would that have been? Pastor Church in Fairmont and live in Maryland. We'd have just planted a church there too. So praise Jesus. So. And, you know and, and it's just like that we relaxed the peace of God we believe we're going to be in a home and uh, and God blessed us with a home then God worked out some things we got a, we got a deal amen praise God it, it, you know it was less than you know God blessed us we we, we got into a house and praise Jesus house is paid off I, I I celebrate that amen house is paid off praise God I, I'm thankful for that I'm thanking you. Know, praise God. House is paid off. Praise Jesus. I mean, it's. I don't know anything on it. Got solar panels. Making solar now. Praise Jesus. I don't say that to bragger. I'm not boastful. Amen. Because I I own this building and this building's got to get paid off. I don't. I'm. There's things I I, I got to do. Amen. I you know this building's got to go. So. Close. Close. It's it's coming. You know what? It's because I want to do kingdom stuff. I want to. I, I want to do kingdom things. I got to get a passport. Lord told me that. Please, Don. Lord told me to tell you to get a passport. I don't know if you take the steps to do that, but you need to get a passport. Yeah. Guys, listen. Some of you guys in here, if you feel that under the unction of the Holy Spirit, you got to get a passport. I got. You got to get a passport, Moran, and I got to get a passport. It's, a, it's something we got to do. Beverly, you might as well too, because Don's got to get one too. So. Greg, you and Angela got to get passports too. You don't, Just don't waste any time. Just go get them. Amen. <laughs> you see what? God's going to do this, guys. Stephen got to get a passport. You know, Brian and Eric are going back to Japan next year. I want to send a team with them. Amen. Why not a team from here? You you got to put things in front of you. You got to begin to believe, and you got to begin to pray, and you got to begin to say these things are possible. Amen. We might need a passport to go to Morgantown. Who knows? San Francisco is like that. They charge you to come in the city and leave the city. You cross a bridge, they're going to charge you forty seven dollars. It's stupid. People in California are stupid. I wish I was recording tonight. We could show that back to everybody in California. Zane, you live in a stupid state. I've never seen it. I don't know. Thank God for West Virginia. I'm serious. <laughs> I, our governor might be funny with his dog and everything, but, man. You know, this state's basically controlled by conservatives now. This state was Democratic, House and Senate, for 73 years. And the people of this state have voted conservative people in the House and Senate. People don't realize what that, I mean, that, that 73 years it's been a democratic state. And in the last five or six years, I, you know, p- prayer's not something that we just passively do. We've prayed, we've prayed. I mean, we could share things even as we prayed for Senator Manchin. I know we're not filming tonight, but things happen when we prayed. Am, am I right? Things that we needed, things got held up. Things got held up because we prayed. I, I'm telling you, prayer is not a weak thing. Amen. Are you ready, guys? <laughs> Are you ready? Look this look look this week deep. Is there is there one that you can begin to minister to? Go have lunch with, go have coffee with. Say, hey, you know what, I'll meet you in a parking lot. Somebody that hadn't been in church in a while, somebody that's been hurt, somebody that's been broke, somebody that's been, you know, busted and disgusted and as our friend Mikilla would say, you know, uh, evangelist Killa, you know, is there something is there you know, is there is there somebody that you can reach out to? Don't make it a one-time thing. Make it make it a commitment. Will you commit to them? Will you, will you disciple them? Will you will you share with them? Will you love them? Well, pastor, they may not come to your church. I, I, praise God. You should want them to come. You should want them to be a part. Be, you, you should want people. Guys, please love where you're at. If you don't know whether or not you like this place yet, if you've been here for more than a year, please come and talk to me. I'm, I'm being very serious. I, I don't want that to sound hard or wrong. But if, if you're not sure... If this is the right place for you after being here for a year, a year and a half, two years, and you're trying to figure it out, I'm not doing my job. I'm being, I'm being very honest. I'm, I'm being very, very honest. If you're not sure this is where you're supposed to be and you, you you get those questions in your head, we need to talk, okay? Because I'm telling you, where we're getting ready to go, we're going to run. <laughs> I, don't want, I, don't wanna, I don't want anybody to, to to get left out in the running that's getting ready to take place. Amen? Uh, amen. <laughs> better get out. I better close this down, huh? Goodness, I love the Lord. Amen. I'm going to win five people to the Lord this week. It's my personal goal this week. Every Sunday night, we need to set goals in this house. I want to win five people to the Lord this week. You, you, you ask the Lord. You, you have the Lord put on your heart who you're going to, how many people you're going to win this week, who you're going to pray for. Make a decision tonight how many days you're going to be in prayer. If you don't do it tonight, you won't be in prayer this week. You'll, you'll wander around, wonder if you should be in prayer. Until you develop a consistency. See, that's what it's the things in the kingdom of God. It takes, it takes a consistency. You have, to, you have to make a plan. If you don't have a plan for tomorrow, guess what? You're not do a thing. You'll just go cruise somewhere. You'll play Xbox till w- way in the early hours of the morning, and whatever. I, I don't know. I'm not picking on Xboxers. Right? My son plays Xbox. I'm not against Xbox. Like you guys think I'm probably against Xbox. I'm not. So, but you know, you don't play through the week. You play on the weekend. I tell you, don't waste your time all, all you know, playing ten hours a day when you could go out and make money and buy a car. You bought a car, right? I mean, so don't don't go don't go waste your life away. Do things that matter. Do things that matter in the kingdom of God. But you set your goals this week. Now. Set them, set them on a Sunday evening. When you go home, pray, you know, set I, I feel to pray for this person. I feel to go after this person. I'm going to be in prayer this, the, 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 these number of days this week. Pick the day. Yeah, pick the day. I'm going to do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Monday, Wednesday, Wednesday, Friday. If you're a leader in this house, the expectation is three days. Honestly, it should be more a leader, lead, lead by example. Get your teams in prayer, guys. We, <laughs> this is the thing. I, I, this is the ramping up. Because we can't break through. We're not going to break through if we're if we're not if we're not going to we're, we're not hitting this stuff head on. I got it. You know when Doctor you know, Doctor pleaded with his staff, and he would plead with his people about prayer. He would plead over and over and over. And he would plead with his leaders. You know, guys, you, you, you got you to gotta be there. You got to be there. And I, I'm like, I, and I was like, I remember I was just starting in prayer. And I'm like, oh, I get why they're so tired. You know, I went to bed at 3, and they got to get up at 5. And some meetings, you know, you get up at 4. I don't know how they, <laughs> people in Maui, they go to bed at 7 so they can get up at 4. <laughs> but I, 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 just, I remember him pleading with his people. He's like, the strength of this church depends upon you. The strength of this church depends upon the people. Not just the pastors, but the people. It's the only way. It's the only way church works. As I'm challenged, I have to begin to challenge this congregation and the people. And I promise you, I'm only doing it because I love you. Amen. Amen. Pastor Brad's blown out of the water for Easter Sunday, isn't he? (laughs) Woo! He's talking about taking up your cross and (laughs) following after Jesus. Gonna die. (laughs) Gonna die to self and. the hardest Easter I've ever had. <laughs> it's supposed to be a day full of pictures and good food. and Oh, Jesus. <laughs> now the pastor's asking me to make a decision on how many days I'm going to be in prayer this week. <laughs> oh, I cracked myself up. We're going to do this thing, guys. <laughs> We're going to do it. Honey, we're going to do it with a joy because I, you know, guys, I need joy. Amen. We need joy.